Good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's having a great holiday weekend. Um, I'm Jamie Rose, and this is the return of Paying Dues. I'm here always on Monday evenings with you guys on Off the Top Media, powered by River City Radio, um, presented by you, the people. Anyways, I'm here with my boy, Will Gray. He is the um, founder of Botch Bots and Chair Shots, um, the man who makes the Rivet City Radio go around. I'm here with also uh, the bearded bastard, Shadow. He is the co-founder and um, poster child of Off the Top Media. And I am here with Cam G, the Zodiac Man, the podcast marathon man. He is exhausted. <laughs> Mr. Cam G, what's up? He is the leader of the boom. And um, yeah, we also got Scouse producing back there, weaseling, slithering around somewhere. Um, the anyways, nether. what's up, gentlemen? What's going on, Jamie? Not much, not much. Chilling. I'm really so excited we- about this conversation. Oh, it's going to get good. But first, we, you know, got to do a little bit of a raw review. First, before we get to that, I just want to say um, if you haven't already, check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rivet City Radio. And also check out the merch store that is off the top media, MySpace, Spread Shop, Spread Shop, whatever. And then I mean, you also, can check out our MySpace too. I don't know. Check out, check out my MySpace. Uh, figure out who my top eight are and is it. And see if she's Well, I still better be your number one on MySpace or we're not. Better be. Before. Better be, my friend. Um, anyways, you can always check out um, the other shows that we do on the program. We got Tuesday Nerdy News at 420 on Rivet City Radio. Um, we have NXT on tap at 8 o'clock, which is on Off the Top Media. Wednesdays, uh, sometimes on Wednesdays, we have Sorry for the Interruption with Shadow on the Off the Top media and then also every wednesday except for um this next wednesday coming up we have the boom with mr cam g and then on thursday we have boss bitch trivia at 8 p.m on rivet city radio and then we have on friday night we have friday night review with uh cam g um scouts and sometimes myself and then also you have botch, botch, and chair shots on Sundays, along with the table spot with your boy Mike and that alpha wolf, Simp Sean. All right. I, I kind of have a, an announcement. Ooh, yeah. Let's off, off the top, got its biggest block of the decade so far right now. Don't don't make me big screen for this. <laughs> I just want to tell y'all that we've officially made it. Where JD from NY has blocked off the top media on Twitter. Woo! Are we famous now? I guess Are we so. famous we, now. We did it, boys. We did it, boys. Wait, we why? fucking made it. Get that garbage out of here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he let's something on Raw, and we decided to uh, say he prefers watching blow-up dolls and men wrestle, so he decided to block us. I mean, are, are, where, where's the lie? I tell no lies, sir. Tell no lies. Anyways, how did everybody feel about Raw? It was a great um, Fallout episode. Um, how's everyone feeling before we jump into the review real quick? I watched about 
and it's not like I purposely did this. It just kind of happened. Right. I watched about 45, maybe an hour of it. Mm-hmm. And then I was busy. So. Yeah, same. Right on. Will? I watched Raw. I watched I'm... all three hours of that fucking wrestling show for you, Jamie. And you know what? Raw got a 3.5 for me. But you know what's ironic about that number? If you average both AEW pay-per-views over the last weekend, I gave them a 3.5 average. So we're right on par, baby. We're right on fucking par with pro wrestling for the last few weeks. Just mediocre as fuck. Right on. Right on. (laughs) Um, You know, this was a good Raw, um, you know, on Raw terms, I guess. So for me, I give it about a 6.5. Um, but let's get into it real quick. Um, we have the Jay Uso promo at the start of the show. Um, Sami Zayn, you know, they make up, hug, baby kiss, I don't know. And then we have Viking Raiders Andrew McIntyre versus Matt Riddle. My takeaway from it is um, they're making Drew and Matt kind of look like um, dunces, but they're making the uh, the Viking Raiders look pretty strong, which is something they haven't done in a while, so. I still Kudos think it's like that. being War Machine. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I'm, I mean, I totally miss War Machine. But I don't mean to cut anybody off. Sorry. I do like the whole Viking Raider thing now that Sarah Logan is Valhalla because mm-hmm. it makes it work so much better. It ties it together. And they've been prominently featured on Raw for like the last six months. So mm-hmm. good on them. Yeah, I, I mean, all the power to them. Triple H is doing a good good thing there, you know. Um, Sami Zayn was all over this show. That's all I'm going to say, uh, for better or for worse. Sami Zayn was all over the show. Got to do something. I love the honorary use. I'm a, I'm a Sami Zayn guy. I, I love Sami Zayn. Don't get me wrong. Gotta what's love the what's, Canucks, what's so his next move, move, though, really? Him or Jake? Yeah, probably. Him and him and Jay Uso going after the uh, Finn and Damian. I think that's what happens, and it helps Kevin Owens go back into the title picture because let's be real, Sammy is not that guy, but KO is. So mm-hmm. facts, big time facts, and that takes away nothing from Sammy Zayn. Like he is a world renowned athlete at this point, so. Mm-mm. It's just he's not that guy. One thing though, and I don't know if any of you three noticed. There's one side in the crowd that I was really curious. The guy was just dumb or stupid, or just being a smartass. But the higher El Generico sign. Oh uh, yeah. My wife was like, "What? What does that mean?" I'm like, "Well, see, Sami Zayn is El Generico when he was on the Indies, and nah, nah, nah. she's like, so that sign doesn't make sense." It's like it does, but it doesn't. That's like the <laughs> same petty IWC drama queens. Like when I say I prefer Eli Drake over LA Knight, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like fire Sami Zayn and hire El Generico. You know what I mean? It's the same smart ass, like bring back the dudes they were on the indies. Let's get over the WWE uh, identity crisis. Right. But I mean, I think you're just being dumb, just for the sake of being dumb. One one more time, say that for me. No, 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 no. Let's go back to Cam. What? What about it? 
I think he's just being dumb for the sake of being dumb. Yeah. He's just trying to pop his buddies on, on watch on the television is all, you know? Hmm. I mean, did, we'll get to that. Continue. Anyways, before the whole um, Ricochet versus Nakamura thing, you know, they're really they're really playing on the uh, the Seth Rollins has a bad back, and I do love I love what they're doing with Shinsuke Nakamura. I love that he's actually getting to deliver these promos in Japanese, and you kind of get this you know twisted kind of you know unhinged Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm really enjoying that. It's like, a, it's like an anime verse. Okay. Shadow. I said, God damn it. Can you can you say Shinsuke's last name again for me? Nakamura. Okay. I love the fact that we're getting new Japan style fucking promos right now from him. Yes. Like it is fire. Like, don't get me wrong, I think his English is pretty good now because he's been in North America for I think what seven years now, give or take. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that he can cut Japanese promos. I fucking love it. Me too. And before the match at Payback, like I loved the little package they did. The uh, the the mock the. Sorry, Cam, you're gonna hate me. I haven't said the word in forever since like middle school. Manga, right? Manga, manga, manga. I had it right the first time. Anyways, manga style, like anime. Yeah, it's like he's. He's like was, an anime villain, which I love. So. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty dope, and um, that match was an absolute banger. Like I enjoyed every bit of it, and I love how they're showing Seth has a weakness, and right. eventually that weakness will catch up with Seth. I, I really enjoy what they're doing there, and now that Seth is exposed, he's just all over the place and kind of turning sadistic himself. Anyways, the match with uh, him and you know Nakamura and Ricochet, it was a good TV match, hard hitting. Um, Seth interrupts it and again goes crazy. So, um, and then we see you know Mister Money in the Bank and Mommy out there, and it's not the time to cash in. Can we just talk about that new briefcase? Because I think the last time we seen a customized briefcase was like 2013. It was uh... Damien Sandow. Was it? I the it was one RV... that looked like a crunch bar? Yeah. I thought it was RVD. But... Yeah, that's the one I remember last too is RVD. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter, but it's been a long time since we've seen a custom. And I'm not counting cool. the Brock party one, so don't even bring that shit up. No, the boombox Brock. That was hilarious. I'm sorry, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen from Brock. <laughs> Brock does what Brock out. wants. The biggest example. Cheers, Will. DP Bros. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine and Ritter's new tag team. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. gonna be the DP Bros versus the Bearded Bastards, then. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you made me pop. So, good job. <laughs> uh, 
So Judgment Day, you know, this whole big thing is like, are we including JD as a member? You know, we see tonight that they're kind of holding off on that. Um, how's everyone feeling about what they're doing with JD? It seems really familiar. I think if I like, I want to go really back into this Rolodex of history. Go ahead. Um, if you guys don't remember, there was a, a kid who won a title. His name was Roman Reigns. And he had this group called the Bloodline. And in the Bloodline, there was this annoying outcast who really wanted to be a part of it called Sami Zayn. And it took him weeks and months to become a member. Oh, wait, that's right. We just fucking did this. Yeah. Since you brought that up, though, <laughs> we'll fast forward just a second here with this. Because you have Dominic going to Jay to potentially recruit him. Mm-hmm. Because they both have uh, family issues. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I like Dominic playing the recruiter, though. That was kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> the reasoning was hilarious. I like how that he's still trashing Ray. Like yes. I love that he's keeping that kayfabe alive, and the still Ray hasn't crossed paths with him in months. Like period, it's not like literal months at this point. Like yeah, no, no, no. no. But it's it's still like he still takes a point to rag his dad for being a shit father. I so love does, that he's keeping kayfabe alive. Corey does it too. If you catch it every now and then, he does it on commentary. That's because Corey's the best heel commentary out there right now. Corey will be like, Rey Mysterio might not be in the Hall of Fame if he applied this much attention to his children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe they get another match. I don't know. But I, I hope. Hopefully that's what they work towards. And then they retire Rey for good. I think that's what they want to do in the long term. But they have to wait for Rey to say, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I think I think Ray was actually really wanting to hang it up, and then he got the the itch, and he's like, "No, I, I didn't want to do it." I, I think that was the original plan was for Ray to hang it up. As long as he doesn't pull Sting, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind like of going that direction. R.I.P. But retire six times. What about Michael Jordan? No, not six championships. <laughs> Will got it. Well, he did retire like what twice? I think he, didn't he retire three or four times because he went to do baseball, then came back, then he left three again. times. Yeah, he retired His, three times. The first time when Daddy he died, baseball. went and played baseball, and then retired again, and then took over the Wizards, and then he came back and played for the Wizards and retired that third time. Yes, yeah. So three separate retirements for the goat. Of basketball. The GOAT. Will Chamberlain? No. No. The first one was forced. Well, Facts. Well, if he hadn't retired, yeah. they would have won eight or nine in a row. I stand by that. Yes. Wilt Chamberlain's like the uh, the Ric Flair of the uh, old school NBA. It's like he slept with like 2,000 women. Was the number and, being thrown anyways, around? We're talking raw, not championships. Thing. So would that make Carl Malone the Grizzly Smith? Oh, yes. sorry, I'll let myself out. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, hey, bud, what about that uh, Shayna Baszler versus Zoe Stark match? I enjoyed it. Like, I think that was the match that Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler should have been. That was a good match. Why are they trying to book Stark as a babyface? That's kind of weird. I said the same thing, Cam. I said I don't think I can. She's convincing as a babyface because of what she just did on Saturday. That's yeah. why. That's the only reason they're trying to I, test the water with it. That's all. I think them as a heel team would work out a lot better. I don't want to see Shannon in a team for at least two more years. I want her to go on a singles run that's fucking epic, like we see in NXT. Shayna and Rhea build from here in Survivor Series to WrestleMania. Right, I can get let behind Shana, that. Let Shayna win the Royal Rumble, and let her lose it. So let her lose at Survivor Series. Let her win the Rumble. Let her build to WrestleMania. Let her dethrone Rhea there. Yeah, and then like Stark, I say, then Stark be the first uh, of the title. Yeah, and Stark I be the first that. challenger. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody cares about fucking Stark, anyways. She's good. I like. I, mean, I like her trying to pad the women's the problem. Well, them trying to push her as a baby face is kind of weird. Um, and then Raquel Rodriguez versus Chelsea Green. Uh, to be honest, I didn't watch this one, bro. No, no, no. Can we talk about another injury? Fiber Nevin's injured too? I bro. Don't know. bro. 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 I don't necessarily know if she's injured or they she just couldn't make it to Raw this week. That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't think I think this was trying to just get the IWC to chatter. Bro, if she's hurt, throw them titles away. The titles are a curse, bro. It's a I'll agree with that statement if she's hurt. Yeah. Got, that or um, Juju on them titles or something. I don't know what it is. Take one of the titles and come out with a brand new title and be like, since I'm I'm one sticking around, I'm champion. Kind of debut a. It'd be a perfect segue into a women's mid card vote. She's got COVID. Mm. She could don't fuck around mm. with that shit right now, man. No, never. It's coming back. Anyways. J.D. McDonough versus Sami Zayn. I wasn't a fan of this one. Sami should have won. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, why not? I mean, he's red hot right now. J.D. can take a loss. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like Jordan Devlin. Jordan I Devlin. I did. Yo. Yo, okay. I'm going I'm to go way off topic here. Go ahead, Kim. You just oh bro, you just took me back with that name, Jordan Devlin, bro. So when he was Jordan Devlin, I was a big fan because he was doing that whole like Irish ace thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he had that he had that match with the uh, I want to say Santos in NXT. And it was for the uh, cruiserweight match. Yeah, it was for the it was for the cruiserweight title, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, I wanted him to win that so bad, bro. And when he didn't win, I was upset. Back when man. NXT black and gold and NXT was banging red hot. Dude, yes. I was so mad, bro. But now, like I said, and, and, it, and it, it took me a while to get on board with this whole, like, J.D. McDonough thing. But I think he's ran with it, though. Like, because I don't, I don't really think – I think he's far beyond any name they can slap on him just because he's a great in-ring talent right now. I mean – Obviously, on the main roster, you know, from his NXT days, they're obviously going to water him down because he's his in ring style is just way too wild for a main roster. But 
mm-hmm. you know, depending on what he can do, I think he's a perfect fit for, for uh, Judgment Day. I do too. I just hope they just, you know, not so much rush it, but just, you know, kind of pick it up a little bit and pull and the trigger on it. Yeah. It. So, mm. I, I, I will say the, the beneficial part of the name change, and it's been for a few of them, I think that they do doing them while they were still in NXT kind of makes it more tolerable when they eventually make it to the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the Miz playing on the can't see you meme. That promo I think was awesome. Um, I loved the promo. I, I, you know, I could see it as a waste of television time, but it's just one of those things. Cause you know, the wrestling fan of me, I'm like, okay, you know, they always talk about the, uh, having the match and, you know, doing the promo on the broomstick, doing it to not even a broomstick to nothing to air. That shows how good the Miz really is. That was what ticked JD off because he made a snide comment about it. And that was the, what led the off the top getting, uh, the boot from JD was because he made a snide comment about it. And that's was the, where the comment about, but we know you like to watch the guys wrestle dolls or whatever. Listen, JD from New York is softer than baby shit. I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking 10 ply, bud. (laughs) Fuck you, Shorzy. (laughs) I I tried searching his uh, account on Twitter just now. I think I... I think I got the ban. No, oh, no, it's there. Uh, fuck you, Will Great. Tell your mom to top up my KFC car. <laughs> <laughs> this cat with Boston Market rabies. <laughs> we need to do some like Shorzy skits, Will. I think that'd be great. And don't you notice on uh, JD's jacket, like his ring jacket? It's like three sizes too big on him. That's because he's he cosplays as a wrestler who stole his dad's gear. So he's like <laughs> coming out in his dad's gear like he's going to a Halloween show and he like holds his arms up like he's reaching to get the cereal off the top shelf. And he's like, I'm a wrestler, dad. Look. And he's got that big Funko Pop head of his. He's, he's adorable. He'll get over. He looks like a guppy. And then, and then, how do we feel about the main event? The main event, match yeah. of the match of the night, arguably match of. It would be a solid candidate for match of the year for WWE, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I wasn't around for it. <laughs> Shadow, uh, yeah. The, the this match was awesome. I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, Chad Gable is him. Gunther is him. Um, I, I know some of you guys aren't really kind of the gimmick, but um, the you know the, the ring ability is there. Um, Chad Gable really has exceeded in this gimmick, and you know he's really shown that he's a upper mid card player within the company. And um, I think eventually. Um, they need to put the belt on him and then have to come through to go on to the world title picture. But this match was, uh, I think, one of my favorite Dodie matches in a while. So, 
Agreed. You're absolutely right. Cam, any thoughts? Uh, so, um, did Gable, did he win the, did he win the title? No. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. I'm just waiting on, I'm just waiting on him to win the title. Honestly, I think that'd be uh, an even bigger moment to be completely honest with you. So, and I, I think, think he'll get, I think he'll get there. Cause like I say, he, right now he's, he's the only guy built up enough to, I think to be the one to be uh, Gunther. So. Which matches are you talking about, Scals? Just out of curiosity, the three match of the year contenders from WWE. I think he's talking uh, Nakamura well, and Rollins. Um, the KO Beckham. match from the weekend. Yeah. I said the Trish Becky match, and I said Gable and Gunther. Those were the two from this weekend. I would not put Trish and Becky up there. It was good, but it wasn't. Mm. I mean, for I think that's the best women's match of the year so far. Not a chance, but it's. Close. I mean, I mean, outside of uh, well, second behind Flair and uh, Ripley. Okay, let let's get real here. The best women's match this year was Britt Baker versus Thunder Rose on social media. Facts, dude. <laughs> Bullies versus. Wait for the it. Drama Sean, incoming Sean comment. Wait for it. <laughs> What's if Sean's here tonight? He is. He's in the chat. I saw him. What's up, Sammy? There's gonna be a Sammy, fuck rip, baby. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. There it is. Don't there do my girl Mel like that. <laughs> Facts. Don't do my girl Mel like that. All right. Well, like I, I don't know. From basically from everything I missed on Raw, plus what I watched and what you guys explained to me, I think I'm with Will on that. A three and a half. All right. And, uh, after talking about it, and give it about a six. Mr. Freeze. What's up? And um, Earth. Earth to the cam. To the, to the uh, <laughs> what? Anyways, and now to Cam's portion of the show. We're going to talk some all-elite wrestling. Um, it was a very eventful um, weekend in the uh, all-elite side of wrestling. So um, to kick it off, CM Punk terminated from his contract with all-elite wrestling. Uh, that was as of Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, late morning. Um after two years of being with the company. And then also they had two pay-per-views that ran that weekend. Pearl. Two pay-per-views within like an eight-day period. Um, it all ran together in my book. But anyways, it was a decent little pay-per-view. Um, still about a four for me. Um, Shane Taylor showed everybody that you know he belongs. But uh, that being said, AW. I get what Tony Khan was doing, you know, money, whatever, but there's no reason to have two stacked cards because in realism, in realism, those are probably about as stacked as you're getting in AEW at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have two stacked cards like that back to back, plus fill a two hour show on Dynamite, plus a two hour show on Rampage, plus Collision. It's plus Collision. You can't. That's way too much product in one week, man. Even I say this shit when WWE does it too. You can't do that. You can't. Tony Khan's just holding on to that Labor Day weekend bullshit. I'm just... Uh, 
but I'll give the man credit where credit is due. He released the most toxic piece of shit in the world. And uh, th- I mean, this is for me coming as a CM Punk wrestling fan. Um, I think Tony Khan made the right decision, at least in the mind of Tony Khan. You know, if you're the boss and you had your greatest day ever ruined by something that happened, and it has been a, say, continual problem that's been going on, and to know that when it happens, multiple people within the company, respected people in the company of likes like guys like Mark Henry, Samoa Joe, like I don't think those guys are going to BS anybody, pretty much saying that there's a problem gone that is pretty much saying that that's you know the right decision um i i mean in money terms it's probably gonna be a mistake um and and a fact that it's going to you know detract viewers it's gonna be a mistake and uh because cm punk is a draw but when it comes from a morale standpoint i i guess it's the right move cm punk Draw hundred percent. Yeah. Phil Brooks, biggest piece of shit in the world. I mean, I'm muted. I've been fucking muted this whole time. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Now that you're not muted, um, what's your piece? Cam, I want to. No, no, I want to offer Cam the floor because this is his. This is his thing. He's the AEW guy. I don't <laughs> like. I I like. I want to cede to Cam if he wants to go next. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why I keep getting dubbed the AW guy. I don't. I don't understand that. But you're literally yeah, wearing I do like AW, AW sweater. Obviously, obviously, I do like AW. I am an AW. <laughs> oh, fan. Shit. But we go again. I, I don't know. But if it shoe fits, I wear it. Whatever. But I don't know, man. I don't have much to say about on this situation other than you know. When I heard about CM Punk being released, so, you know, Shadow actually has sent me the message. It was like, oh, yeah, your boy, CM Punk, has been fired by AEW. So that was the first message I seen pop up on my phone when I got out of work. So I saw that, and I was just like, oh, wow. I was like, well, okay, I guess. You know, I, I don't really know what to say on it. I literally texted him back, you know, end of an era. That's because that's, that's what it is. It's the end of an era, the end of the CM Punk experience. So... Initially, I was bummed about it, but then, you know, the more and more I think about it, I'm just like, well, hey, I can look at it this way. He he at least came back after seven long years of being gone, so at least I got to experience him coming back at all because I didn't think I'd ever see him back in a wrestling ring, period. Um, but like I said, again, I'm actually kind of proud of Tony Khan in a way because he put on his big boy pants. He made that executive decision to release Sam Punk. So he stepped up to the plate. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. So initially, is it going to be a problem? It's going to be a problem because not so much now based on what Allison was saying, it might be an issue because of, you know, viewership and ticket sales and things like that. Sure. I could see that being shut up, Sean, but I could definitely see it being an issue where it's just dividing people like it's, it's dividing their own fan base where, you know, people are going to be like, oh, yeah. Tony Khan's a mark and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he just released CM Punk. And then there's going to be the punk fans and they're going to be like, 
or the punk haters are gonna be like, yeah, good, he released the cancer and all this, you know. So it's gonna it's gonna cause that unhealthy divide of their own fan base. But I mean, initially in the long run, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing I can say that's gonna change that. So I mean, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's over. It's said and done. I think AEW will be fine. They just got to refocus and put on banger shows and banger pay-per-views, and they'll be all right. I, well, anyways, before we go to the proprietor of the uh, the botch botch camp and Shadow first, actually before Will, um, do we put the uh, the, the real world championship on a? Stop. Do, do we put that on Adam Cole? Stop. Here's what you do with that title, right? Here's what you do, right? Tony Khan takes that belt back to his office, right? Get some rubbing alcohol or some water or whatever. Gets the spray paint off of there. And you know what he does with the title? He puts it in storage. It's not. A, it's no longer a factor. CM Punk had their championship. He was the one that made it the real world championship. Or you piss on it. CM Punk is no longer there, so the title is no longer a thing. That's what you do with the title. My, my thing with what Cam just said there about AEW will be fine, etc. I don't think so. Because name one person, and I have a few favorites in that company. Name one person that's a bigger draw than CM Punk. But also tell me three people outside of the state of Illinois that give a fuck about CM Punk. <laughs> but what I think happened is Tony, like, Tony Khan just gave AEW the proverbial shovel and I give them inside of four years before they're done and they're nothing but like an impact at this point. Hey, now I like impact. No, and I don't mean that rudely, but you have a guy like Hulk Hogan come in and ruin TNA. What are you talking about, dude? Right now you have CM Punk, who is the modern day Hulk Hogan, minus the racism, come in and ruin AEW. You can't, you, 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 okay. When a wrestler makes it big, when a wrestler makes it about themselves over arguably the biggest event of their lives at that point for AEW, that takes away from what they're doing as a company. CM Punk is an absolute cancer and he deserves to be canned. Or excuse me, not Phil, not, not CM Punk. He's a draw. Phil Brooks is an absolute cancer and he deserves nothing like but I on the second hand there's now toxicity bringing him in which is getting retarded but whoops can't say that word Will go ahead (laughs) wow Matt I'm so sorry this is when you chose to show up God, what a time for you to show up on air please don't put me on the big screen I'll get nervous looking at myself thank you Scouse um okay i'm gonna do this story in three parts because when you talk about cm punk you have to look at it from three different perspectives okay you've got the person that is cm punk um that we we fed the dirt sheets bs i don't completely i don't disagree with that a hundred percent This is my perspective as a wrestling fan and someone who fancies themselves a a member of the the wrestling media, I guess. I don't think there's real journalists in pro wrestling. Um, 
you have Carney Phil. Okay. Go back to the 1920s. Uh, wrestling started as a carnival act. The guys were fighting each other every night and they had to figure out a way to be able to do it night after night without hurting each other. So it became a work so they could figure out how to do it safely. Okay. They had to do it and then they would leave town because if they stayed in town for more than a night or two, you know, the marks would figure out their show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'll get into where the mark came from a whole, that's a totally different story. Not for here. The whole point about it is fast forward to 2023, Carney Phil's doing the same thing. Um, when you look at what he does, he comes in, he plays a draw. He gets everybody to come in. He gets money. He gets merch. And then we get ready to go historically into the lowest selling season of wrestling historically every year is the run from SummerSlam to Survivor Series all the way back into the 70s and 80s. This is historically one of the slowest times of the year because college football and pro football and basketball and all the other sports are rolling up. So I think it's convenient. This is where I give Carney Phil big credit because he always finds a way to leave the business at the slowest point of its history. This is always the slowest point. So I applaud Carney Phil for doing that. Um, he kind of comes in, he sells his snake oils, and then he bounces. Then you've got Phil Brooks, the man. Phil Brooks, the man, mm -hmm. has proven to be toxic everywhere he's worked. Going yes, back to Ring of Honor with the Summer of Punk. Mm -hmm. Going in this, the fact he signed his WWE contract on the Ring of Honor title on Ring of Honor television. Like, that was kind of a... Yeah. you know, let's, let's keep kayfabe alive. You know, it had to have been a work, but at the same time, like, did he need the disrespect of the strap? Um, then he did it in WWE. Then he did it in UFC. He did it in AEW. He's done it in that third tier Bellator place where he was doing common tier work, not Bellator, but that Bellator ripoff. Um, then you look at all of these, this tragic history of all of the people that he's been over the last 10 or 12 years, CM Punk has finally evolved into his final form. And now he is CM filling out job applications because he can't keep stable employment anywhere. <laughs> oh. That was a fire synopsis. I wrote a poem a la Sweaty Sessions from Gitcho, but I read the room and didn't feel like it was the time or a place. So, if I could just pause conversation for a sec, I want to apologize for derogatory term use. That's on me. My bad. You're, you're good. It's not what I wanted to say, and it just didn't articulate it properly, so I apologize to the viewers and listeners. And we, we understood what you were trying to get at. Um, <laughs> Will is fired. I, Are you, you know, gonna cover I, for me on Sunday then, Matt? Because you know, once I go, you've got to take that spot. That's true. So, um, any other thoughts on AEW? Um, kind of what would the future hold for um, Collision? Do you, do we think it'll be all out? Like, uh, I think Collision show? is losing its hype. To be fair. 
I mean, I I love the show. I love the format of it, but with the without the guy that um, it's really centered around, then what's the point? Yeah. You know, it's funny we had you know the young bucks running uh, victory laps in the ring afterwards. You know, it's it's that type of thing. You know, it's a more joyous thing. You have a. Uh, FTR and the Young Bucks working together, they're doing business. You know, they even hit a, a big rig, um, one of the Bucks and one of FTR. I thought that was pretty cool. Not gonna lie to you. It's 2023. So, Weirder things have happened. Pat. I'll propose I'll propose the question to you guys. Okay. Let's say CM Punk. We'll go two different questions here. One, let's say Tony and CM Punk just fed into every bit of bullshit the IWC put out there. And this is all the work. Two, this is a way to get CM Punk back to WWE with maximum heat. Which one oh. do you think is more plausible? Neither. Probably number one, dude, because when you work yourself into a shoot, you got to shoot in yourself, brother. Um, I, I, you know, just, yeah, I'm with Cam. I don't think either one would go over well. I mean, they've already done so many work shoots. I think in AEW that something like that, it, it's, it wouldn't go over well. That's true, Al. It's like, I just got so many great. I don't know if you guys here. heard though. I mean, we had reliable sources from off the top on uh, Sunday night that John Moxley was throwing an absolute fit backstage because Darby bled first. <laughs> Pop. But I don't know. That I, I, I think that's what might happen. I I think Punk goes back to WWE with maximum heat. The reverse I of Cody. I don't, I don't I don't think I don't I just don't think they would. Triple H has said he'd work with them. It's up yeah, to Nick Khan to make that final call. Yeah, but that's one person. That, that, there's a whole locker room full of people that don't want him back. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to echo what Matt's talking about in the, the chat right now with Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson running victory laps mm-hmm. around the ring and everything. That is unprofessional as fuck. Um, I will 1,000% say that anywhere I've ever worked – if executive vice presidents of my company were to have acted like that, the people above them would have been fired for it. Listen, we all know I love the Bucks, but even I can't side with that. I thought it was yeah. funny until I found out the reasoning. You know, just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the BTE stuff and everything like that, I understand making jabs like on their stuff, but to do it on AEW television is unprofessional. It's expected on the beat. BTE stuff. You know that's coming. But to, like Will said, to do it on the, the programming or even in the arena after taping, not cool. And even that coming from a Bucks fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ritter. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... Anyways, that was the state of AEW. Um, anything else before we go that you want to chat about? 
I think I'm, I've said what I needed to say. Alrighty. With that being said, you could find the Patreon. Uh, come hang out with us. Uh, got a lot of good stuff coming to it. It is www.patreon.com forward slash Ruben City Radio. Check out the merch shop. I'm not going to spell it out for it, but it's right there on the bottom ticker. And then also, shouts out to everyone on the schedule, the next one coming up. Um, Shadow, are you doing your show? Uh, this th- this Wednesday, I am. I will be returning with, sorry for the interruption, a lot of shit to talk about and probably shit on a few things at the same time. Maybe All take right. a live shit. I don't know. Fucking tune in. Well, tune in. And then the uh, the next show that we do have coming up, though, is tomorrow night with NXT on tap with Scalzone. Um, that being said, boys, where can we find you fellas at? Start with Will. Jamie, first and foremost, thank you for allowing me to invade your space on paying dues. If you're interested Absolutely. in any of my shenanigans elsewhere, you can check my link tree at the Will Gray. You'll find everything I get into, botch pots and cheer shots, rivet seat radio, creation world, and all of my dirt sheet writing for last word on sports, pro wrestling stories, and the sportster. KMG. You can find me on Cam's Wrestling Corner on TikTok and at Call Me Cam G. And you can find me here every Wednesday night with the boom. Of course, not this Wednesday. I will be live at AW, but every other Wednesday other than that with the boom and on Friday nights with Friday Night Review. And if that does not sizzle your bacon, you can find me on Instagram at 317 Bacon Eggs and Cam. And for my brother up north in uh, Canada. Listen, if you don't know where to find me by now, you probably could just get fucked. But uh, you can find me on TikTok at that guy Shadow.91. Or you can find me doing some random shit here across the network. And uh, if you can't find me either there, I'm probably in your kitchen eating your snacks after banging your mom. All righty. For Jamie, Will, the podcast marathon man, Zodiac Cam, and the bearded bastard Shadow, I'm Jamie. Of course, I said that before. This is the return of paying dues. Woo! Let's go! Kill. Okay.